Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are your hosts, past WFCA president and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. Coach Swiddle, this is your first go-around on this this current electric superhero of the week, and I think you're going to like it. I'm sure I will. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. So I, look, I talked to this young man uh, uh, this week and and I got to tell you, goes to Cudahy High School, and I cannot thank the people over at Cudahy High School for recommending and, and uh, suggesting that I give uh, Peter Iwanowski a call and be part of this. He is a National Honor Society kid, works, uh, I don't know, four jobs. He's a 4.2 GPA. He a uh, big-time golfer. I think he can hit a shot in basketball. I don't know. I haven't seen him play, but looking at uh, he's a top scorer, top rebounder, and does uh, team captain. And he just has a lot going on in his life, and, and he loves the idea of giving back to his community. And the idea of this Kern Electric Superhero of the Week is for me to talk to a principal at different high schools, ask them a number of questions, but the key one is, who in that school are you going to miss the most when they leave? And uh, there was a number of them over at Cudahy, and they came up with Peter and said, this is, the, this is the young man we want you to highlight, promote, and celebrate. We're now joined by our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week, he, he is Peter Iwanowski. 
Peter, how are you today? Hey, Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We're joined also by uh, Coach Tom Swiddle, who is the associate head coach over at Heartland Arrowhead. And uh, he loves kids like you, Peter. He, he wishes you'd play, play football. But other than that, everything else on this uh, bio <laughs> you sent me is perfect. Hey, um, yeah. let's talk a little bit about your senior year at Cudahy. And, and uh, kind of it's going to be bittersweet a little bit for you, correct? Yeah, it's been pretty easy. Um, also a struggle, though, with COVID going on. Um, so starting off the year, um, we were hybrid with education. Um, I was in school Monday, Tuesday, and then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was at home doing online. Um, online's been pretty easy, or was pretty easy. Um, but then second semester, we moved to all in-person. Um, so school was back to normal. Besides Friday, we had off. Um, yeah, but along with that... Uh, Starting off the year, I did basketball. Uh, that went well. Uh, also pretty hard, though, with COVID. We had to wear masks during That's games. That's tough. Yeah, so that was a struggle for our teammates, especially we had um, to, uh, what you would call it, uh, one of the kids had COVID on our team, so we had to quarantine for, what, about like two weeks? Oh. Uh, yeah, that was also tough. Hey, Pe- um, hey, Peter, can I ask you this? Did you Did you like getting back – in school, because you're a pretty social kid, it was good to see your your uh, your classmates and your teachers in yeah. person, right? Yeah, that was definitely one bonus to see everyone again. Uh, again, we had to wear a mask, so like you're not seeing their full face. But um, yeah, I like I think it was better to be all in person because you actually get a better education than online. Because um, you can see you see some of the kids that are still online because uh, they're in Google Meet. We have Google Meets, and there's still kid kids online. Uh, and you see those kids, like, they don't even participate in class. They're just sleeping. Yeah, so I think it's, it's definitely a bonus to be in school because you a- actually can participate and learn. Hey, hey Tom, so. so this young man, uh, high honors quarters one through four um, every year that he's been in high school. Um, gold academic medal, his junior sil- silver academic medal his uh, his sophomore year. He's uh, participating in food drives, community service walks, marches. You know, he's worked at Cousins, worked at Oakwood uh, Golf Course, Dick Sporting Goods, and Golf Galaxy. The kid is really busy, and he's still, you know, 4.2 GPA. And just uh, his daily routine of, you know, continuing his high education, making sure that he does all the things he has to do as part of the National Honor Society, and then giving back to his community. Tom, I don't know about you, but when I was 17, I I only thought of myself, and I didn't know where my socks were half the time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite a that's quite a schedule that you just described, and. You know, in my my previous life, I uh, was the director of guidance at at Wauwatosa East, and young men and young women like Peter were just a joy for me to work with because they're so self motivated that you don't have to chase them around to do anything. In fact, they're the ones that are coming to you and keeping you on your toes to make sure that everything is working as as should be. Peter, you are to be congratulated for all the things you fit into your your school day. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, hey, Tom. You know what's funny is I had said to Peter, "Look, I need your bio. If I could get it by like cl- you know close a day or something on Wednesday." <laughs> he sent it to me at one thirty in the morning on Thursday morning, and yeah. I thought, man, he. Got- I talked to him as he had gotten off work after a full day of school. And I thought, okay, hopefully he can just kind of get this done by 10 o'clock and be done with it. 
But I, the next morning, I check email, and there it is, one thirty in the morning, and it's just beautiful. You know, he, he's it's just beautifully written, and it's well done. And you can take a look. Go to the Kern Electric Facebook page to be able to take a picture or to see a picture of Peter and read this bio. Hey, Peter, your uh, your servant leadership heart. Where where do you think that came from? So I think. Some kids can be born with it, but I think your peers actually help you out with that. Um, growing up as a kid, um, my parents, of course, have been there my whole life, so they've helped me become a leader and a strong kid with discipline. Also, my neighbors, like when I was young, we'd always go outside play wiffle ball. It would be really competitive, and that's been there my whole life, competitiveness. So I feel like your peers are definitely there to help you and shape you as a leader, but... Also, you can be born with it and just be a good kid overall. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting because I've had this going back and forth. And, Tom, I'm going to ask you, as a ser- servant leadership, and you've worked with high school kids your entire career, Do you, is that something that, that kids can be born with? Is that a learned behavior? I can't figure it out. Well, I, I agree with Peter. I, I think some people um, are born with it without question. They've just, that's just who they are. Others develop. They find that they are such great leaders, and and maybe it takes them a while to understand, you know, the fact that they are leaders and people look up to them. And once they they kind of get that, they become far more active. I'll tell you one of the things that used to bother me, Mike and Peter, is you know you talk to a student and you know, oh, I think I have to volunteer at the hospital. Oh, really, why do you think you have to do that? Well, it's going to look good on my college application. And I'd be like, you, you're going to do that just so you can put it on your on your application? I don't know that's something that, that makes sense for you to do, you know, if you're really doing it for that reason. And I'm sure Peter's never thought about what he gets out of, you know, his volunteer efforts, the servant things that he does. He just does them because he knows he wants to do them. Correct. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. You got. You can't think about yourself while doing those things. You just have to think about what you're doing for the community and how it will help them out in general. It's it's funny because on this segment, what I've learned from from a lot of kids is they said, "Look, I I didn't realize." how much it was going to mean to me. It, it means more to me than it does to the people that I'm serving. And I find that, Tom, now you know why we do this segment every week because it just makes me feel like our community is going to be in really good shape when these kids, if they go off to school and come back and they're the leaders in our community, we're going to be just fine. Peter, speaking of that, do you have any idea what's going on for you next year? Yeah, I'm most likely going to Iowa State um, and focusing on my major and then I'm going to probably do club for golf. Um, I was originally going to go to the D2 level in golf at Ashland, um, but that didn't really work out. Uh, so I'll end up probably majoring in actuary science at Iowa State University. So that's, that's a great field. Great field. Yeah. So math is something that you do pretty well then, obviously. Oh, yeah. I love numbers and education. Uh, equations. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Tom, you know, uh, I don't know how good you were in math, but that was never an Not option very. for me. Yeah. Never <laughs> an option. Hey, I cannot thank the people at Cut A High School enough for their recommendation and, and, you know, working with me to get a hold of Peter and, and Peter, it's just been a pleasure to have you on the show. And, and if there's anything that you need from us, please let me know. And I want to congratulate you as our current electric superhero of the week. He is uh, Peter Ironowski. 
Kaminsky from Cudahy High School. Hey, Peter, have a great weekend. Hey, man, you too. Thanks for having me on the show yeah. and being Best able of to luck, talk Peter. to you about it. Yeah, yep. you, again, Kern Electric Facebook page. Great picture of Peter and, and his bio, and uh, we just congratulate him and uh, the people at Kaidehe High School uh, for having a Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Matt Harris. He is the head coach at Heartland Arrow. He's going to talk a little bit about the WFCA player profile and the, and the combine coming up, and we'll talk to Matt about that on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association. I am Mike McGivern, co-host Tom Swiddle, Maddie Ice. Maybe that's <laughs> Maddie Ice Harris is his nickname, I guess, from here on out. Head coach at Arrowhead. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, did you change the music just for that? Just, wow. man, you know what? We figured we'd get you a new nickname, Maddie Ice. How's, how's that? Yeah. It sounds a little bit like the quarterback for... You know, the Atlanta Falcons, that's what they call him. Coach Harris, how you been? Excellent, excellent. I'm doing great, enjoying life, and uh, excited to talk to you guys today. Man, hey, I, uh, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with you. I'm telling you, you have fun. There's no doubt. <laughs> Man, what yeah. a, a, a great father, just a wonderful family, and everybody's healthy? Everyone's healthy, yep. Just uh, oh, small little cold with the little one, but... I took your swim in this morning, swim lessons, and hopefully that cleared it out. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Now, there are some things that I see on Facebook you're doing that I, I don't miss a lot, but, you know, I got these four grandsons, so I get to just spoil them and send them home. And, yeah, uh, yeah you're, I'm telling you, you do a great job. Hey, Tom, let's talk a little bit about uh, Matt Harrison and some of the things that you guys do as far as player profiles for the Combine. Yeah, you know, we offer to participants in the Combine the opportunity to have a WFCA player profile, which is really the hub for their recruiting. You know, Matt and I talked many years ago, I don't know how many years ago actually, but, you know, we were talking about all these different recruiting services that are out there, and they're quite expensive. And I've just never gotten the feeling, this is my personal opinion, that they do what they say they're going to do, but they charge a lot of money to do that. So Matt and I were looking for, you know, an alternative, you know, something that's affordable and something that athletes can use to, to do their college recruiting with. And, you know, we came up with this idea um, of the WFCA player profile. Matt and I had a website built for this purpose, and uh, we've been running it for the WFCA ever since. What is the name of it, Tom? Well, it, it is. The w, it's called the WFCA Player Profile, but it's through Epic Recruiting. Okay. The name of our company is, is Epic Recruiting. Yeah, so you can go to epicrecruitingwi.com. 
That is the uh, the landing page, the uh, the website, um, epic, E-P-O-C-H, recruitingwi.com, one word. Take a look at uh, at some of the things that they have to offer, and and I remember um, when Matt was in when we were in studio, and and Matt came in, and you guys had just started, you know, you guys had this idea, and you put a lot of work into it, and and started kind of rolling it out, and boy, I'll tell you what, I don't know if that was was it three years ago, Tom? Um, it was probably four, four? years ago, yeah. right, Matt? Yeah, four years ago we we put that together. Hey, and, and what a good thing for you guys to be able to offer um, for these kids. And, and, hey, Matt, how is the participation level as far as these kids? I would assume just about anybody that's going to come to the Combine, this makes a lot of sense for them to get involved in this. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, ultimately, when it comes to recruiting, it's about centralizing all your information. And through all the players that Tom had recruited, myself, and coaches and Tom's research with with uh, college coaches, we just we just came up with, like he said before, a hub of all the information, so that it could be sent out to a coach. Because you know what, ultimately it's the kids' responsibility to get themselves recruited, and when they have something like this, to just shoot a link over to every college they possibly can think of, it, it, it makes it makes life a lot easier, and it shows that you're serious about trying to play college football or any sport yeah i i definitely agree with that and uh i i think the the idea if, if you're a parent or if you're a kid that um wants to to make sure that you take full advantage of this go on that go on that website and and take a look at the amount of work that they've done to be able to to get you this the, to get not only you this information but to get coaches from all over the country to be able to go right to that website take a look at some of the things that um, that that you've done as far as the the bench and the top forty and the vertical and things like that the broad and the the shuttle they've got everything listed and it just makes things just so much. Um, easier. Hey, Matt, we had talked a little bit uh, earlier about the change and and having it um, where it is now, which is uh, um, next level, and that's worked out really well for you guys. Yeah, it was, uh, the last one was incredible. It was just, I mean, obviously next level is an amazing place, and they just, they have a perfect system to just crank kids through, and that's why you've kind of noticed, like, we're not as concerned about the number of kids anymore, because because of next level they just they do such a great job and and it's it, you know it's run so well and and so efficiently that they're not afraid of the numbers hey guys you know on this website and i'm on it right now and again ep um it's epoch recruiting wi.com just so you know epic recruiting wisconsin.com and i just picked a, a random name i don't know this kid maxwell raider from notre dame yeah, graduation year 2022 offensive line, um, weight, and then what do you did in the 40, the vertical, the broad jump, the L drill, shuttle, bench press, and height, and it's all just in one location, nice and easy, and like Tom talked about, having next level do these numbers, these are true numbers. There isn't any fudging, so if you're a college coach, and you want to take a look at what, what Maxwell Raider from Notre Dame is all about in these kind of things, you can go right to, to that website and get it. So I think it's so important if kids are going to take the time to go to that combine that they take that extra step and get involved in what you guys are doing with this. Well, and it goes beyond the combine results, too. It, it, when Matt and I uh, made the website and 
you know, the research that we did, you know, we asked college coaches, what, what do you want? What would be useful to you? And by the way, any coach in the country can access this for free. We don't charge anybody to, you know, to get our information of, of WFCA player profile, but we have contact information for the player, the parents, the high school coach. We have a little about me section where the players can talk about um, their goals and, and what they want to do or what they may want to major in, that kind of thing. There's also an area where they can put their honors and awards. And here are two really important things. You, you can upload your video highlight right on to the website. So you don't have to mess around. You know, I think about the days, and, and this is even before Matt, where I used to have two VCR machines and I would make highlight tapes for players, you know, play by play. Well, with the advent of, of Huddle, you know, everybody puts together a video highlight. We just put that link to their video highlight there. And another really important piece, Mike, and you know this through your basketball coaching, is your transcript. You know, what have you done in school? So really, everything that a coach would want to see of a high school player is included in the player profile. Boy, I'll tell you, and I'm on that right now, and I'm looking at, you know, what uh, the quarterback uh, from, uh, he lives in Jackson, he uh, he got a 29 on his ACT, what his GPA is. Yeah, it. This is just such valuable information. Tom, what is, and you had talked about this earlier, what is the cost for these guys to be involved in this the cost is uh, well, it's a, you have to first go to the combine. Correct. And so the combine is sixty dollars, and the cost for this um, player profile is one hundred and ten dollars. So I think it's the best one hundred ten dollars you could possibly spend <laughs> if you want to play college football. One hundred and ten dollars total. Total. That's like a movie night. <laughs> right? Well, if you include popcorn and a drink. Yeah, yeah, it's it really is. Look, if you don't know or haven't um known about this, you really should spend some time on this website. And I've got nothing to do with it. These that's these guys, but I'm on it and I'm just kind of thrown blown away by it because you can get the transcripts, you look at the GPA, the ACT, and then everything else that that you know, they did at the Combine. And for college coaches, I've, I can't imagine the amount of clicks that you've gotten on this website has just consistently gone up year after year, I'm sure. Well, Matt, you you know, I mean, you keep track of all the college, because the college coaches have to, I don't know, kind of join the website, I guess, and, and it's yeah. free for them. But we've got a ton, right? I mean, it's yeah, I mean, there's, there's over a hundred coaches. It keeps growing. And, and the best part about that is obviously we don't make the transcript public. So a college coach can, once they create an account and we verify them as a college coach, they can see the back end of the profile and be able to see the player's transcript. So, yeah, I, I tried to click on one of the transcripts, and they just basically said, "Yeah, no, you're not. You're not looking at this kid's transcripts." Yeah. And, yeah. and you know the other thing, they've got a way for for college coaches uh, to reach out to these players, um, and I really like that as well, Matt. Hey, Matt. Uh, so you guys uh, getting a chance to kind of get after it a little bit uh, with with your boys out at Arrowhead? What? Uh, you know, this is a whole different year, but it, it feels a little bit like like the same. But are you going to be able to see these kids in person a little bit more, obviously, than you did last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, we've uh, we've been full fledged 
you know, off-season training. We just have to split them up a little differently than we've we've done in the past, um, just to keep the numbers low. But uh, yeah, we've been we've been working hard. Coach Swiddle's in there every day, grinding with the kids, and 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 it, and we just we have a blast in there. And there's some really really great kids, and and the program's really come together. We're we're really excited for the upcoming football season. Yeah, a lot of surprises. Mike, we're averaging about 80 kids a workout, and that includes. Um, all sports and girls and boys, we've really got it going at Arrowhead. Yeah, a lot of people surprise you to make major changes on your coaching staff, Matt. You know, I'm just kidding. In the, I'm only in the kidding. Yeah, 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 I'm only kidding. I know Coach yeah. Swiddle is uh, he yeah. is uh, awfully good to have on your staff. I can tell you All that. All those and, coaches, I'm just glad they didn't get rid of me. Yeah, well, no, they that's there's not going to Maddie Ice, man. They can't get rid of <laughs> yeah. Maddie Ice. Hey, Matt, thank you so much. I appreciate. it. I look forward to. Hopefully, we can open up the studio and 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 have you in. Uh, once the high school football season starts, but appreciate all the time that you give this show and uh, and you make sure you watch. Uh, keep your eye on, on on Coach Swiddle. Make sure he's doing things right. I will. I will. That <laughs> a boy. <laughs> he is, Thanks, guys. He is Matt you. Harris. Thanks, Matt. Head football coach at Arrowhead. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm looking forward to having the head coach from Whitnall. Two reasons. One, they got a win last night. And two, we're going to talk to him a little bit about coaching in the spring and what that's like. And and, uh, looking forward to talking to Rob on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The fans, I am Mike McGivern, my co-host, past president, WFCA. He's the associate head coach at Arrowhead. He's Tom Swiddle. We're now joined by the head football coach at Whitnall High School. They got a good win last night. It was 28-19 against West Dallas Hale. He is Rob Wyduck. Hey, uh, Rob, uh, congratulations, man. 1-0. It's a good start to the spring. Yeah, thank you very much. It certainly uh, was a long-anticipated first game, but we were able to pull it off. Man, that second quarter, not bad. 21 points in the second quarter and and, uh, held on to win 28-19, and you got to feel pretty good about getting a win. And and, uh, like you said, long, long time coming. How did – what, 20 minutes before kickoff, how was that team feeling? I, I would assume the excitement in the air was incredible. Yeah, you could uh, you could feel the energy on the kids yesterday. They've just been working so hard for almost 18 months just to have that opportunity to finally play. I do think, though, we had over 20 kids get their first like meaningful varsity snaps last night. So although the energy was really high, we had a lot of really nervous kids prior to kickoff yesterday. Rob, I watched your game uh, live streamed, and, and uh, as Mike said, great second quarter. I have to ask you, was that a school record touchdown pass? Wasn't that a 99-yarder? Yeah, that definitely was a school record. Um, prior to that, the record was 84 yards. Wow. Um, so certainly was a, a really big play and kind of changed the momentum for us. We had them backed up, or they had us backed up, and uh, we were able to get out of there with a, with a bang. That quarterback of yours is impressive. 
very impressive. He's just a good athlete, and he can throw the football. And he looks like he just has instincts, you know, that you know, just things that you can't coach. Yeah, Caleb. Uh, Caleb's a really hard worker. He started for us last year as a sophomore, and last year with the, the running game and the O line that we had, he didn't really have to do do a lot for us. You know, he made some good throws when he needed to, but this year we're really putting a lot on him, and he really stepped up in the off season. We worked weekly um, with a guy by the name of Dean Capolo that kind of helps uh, with the quarterbacks. I know Dean. And uh, Caleb did a great job last night, and I think he's in for a really, really big season. Yeah, it looks like it. Now, you've mentioned this, Rob, and I just have to ask you, you know, you said 18 months, I think, since your last game, and you mentioned your off offseason. Uh, kind of explain what an off season is like that starts in September and for a March kickoff. <clears throat> well, it was just one of those things, I think, initially um, – like when we were allowed to start working out again, when it was about July, you know, there was a lot of excitement around the opportunity to play in the fall. And then when we got news that our district decided that we were not going to play and we were going to push and try to explore that spring alternative season, um, I have to say I think a lot of kids were really disappointed. And we did our best to really motivate the kids. There were a lot of competitions in the off season, a lot of um, – you know, tracking their progress, just really focusing on how they could get better. And as a as a head coach, I was actually really excited about it because, like I said earlier, we had over 20 kids getting their first meaningful varsity snap. So I looked at it like we had six months to get bigger, stronger, and faster than we wouldn't have had otherwise. And with this really young team, we're going to essentially be having seasons back-to-back, and I think that's only really going to help us in the long run. We were talking to the head football coach at Whitnall High School. They got a win last night, 28-19. to Hey, Coach, do you know why the South Milwaukee game got got canceled? Um, I don't know anything for sure. I've heard that they had um, a lot of kids quarantined. Okay. But, again, all that hearsay, I'm not sure any more than that. I was actually just – prior to talking to you guys, trying to figure out a way to figure out what they're running with a new head coach over there. Right. And they don't have any scrimmage or game film, like what we're going to go on for preparation. You, do you want, as a media guy, for me to call and ask him to tape some practices and I'll send it here? <laughs> yeah, that, no, Rob, I can't. Yeah, you, why don't you do that over there and film the practices yeah, and then just drop them yeah, off? Yeah, cool. yeah that's, that, would, uh, that would do me well, wouldn't it, when he starts telling people I'm working for Whitnall High School? I won't and, tell anybody. No, I, I know you won't, but he certainly will. Hey, do you, <laughs> so you get uh, when do you find out then? Do you know yet for sure if that game is on for Friday? All indications is that the game is on. Uh, we were notified that we were supposed to play our uh, JV2 uh, game at their place on Thursday, and that's been moved to a home game for our, for our JV2 uh, team, and I was informed of that, I think, Thursday of this week. So I'm anticipating that we're going to be a go for Friday. Good. Hey, you had talked about um, a really young team that that you have. How are the numbers for you? We had talked to Wade Lebecki in the first from the WI in the first segment, and I asked him, and he said, "You know, I understand that that there's some some teams and some schools their numbers are down just a little bit because kids that are used to playing baseball are playing travel basketball this time of year." Wondering over at Whitnell how your numbers are. Um, our numbers are. 
are pretty good. We haven't been impacted too much um, by the change in the season. We did unfortunately lose, I think, two or three kids that are pretty big on the travel baseball circuit. They most likely are going to be playing college baseball, and it was kind of interfering with that schedule. So they decided to pursue those opportunities with baseball, and I certainly understand um, that the age that they have and, and this window of their junior year being such a big time, you know, them making that decision. Um, otherwise, our numbers are, are about what they were last year. So when I took the program over three years ago, we had about 54 kids in the program. We're now about 74, um, but we've just been really banged up. Like last night for the varsity game, we had about 11 kids that were not suited up due to various injuries and um, additional reasons. Yeah, boy, that's uh, that makes it difficult. Hey, um, and and I'm sure Tom can 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 help with this as well. Are there things that uh, you have learned, you know, through this time? And and look, there's no template for you to go back to, Rob, to be able to say, okay, what the coach, you know, four years ago do, do during this pandemic, that you're writing the template for for either yourself or future coaches 25 years from now to say, look, this is what. This is how we handle it. Are there some things that you guys are, are doing now as a coaching staff that once everything gets cleared up that you think you'll continue to do? Yeah, I, I definitely think that with um, the pandemic and some of the limitations on gatherings and stuff, I think that we've actually done a much better job as position coaches to be sending out like daily playlists to the kids after the night's practice. So those kids get an opportunity to just get some coaching cues quickly uh, from their position coaches on a daily basis. And that kind of avoids some of the longer meetings um, that we would typically have prior to a practice. So practice um, like practice schedule itself in season uh, has been about the same, but our meeting times have drastically cut down because we're just putting a little more on the kids' plate in regards to the preparation and them watching some film. But they're doing so much virtually already starting last March that they're in front of a computer. They can handle this technology, and it's kind of streamlining the process for us. So I can see us completely continuing this uh, moving forward. And, you know, Rob, so many coaches have said that exact thing to me. You know, what have they learned? What you just described is one of the things that probably will never go away now because you found that it works. Yeah, I just think like we all got forced into a situation that was completely out of our control. But it's allowing us to, you know, really condense things and really stress what's important to the kids and making sure that what we're giving them is valuable and we're eliminating a lot of the fluff. Yeah, I think yeah. that – hey, Rob, that's so important. How um, how was the crowd last night and what what's the philosophy and what – what are the rules over at Whitnell as far as allowing fans to come watch the game? Um, so it was a pretty nice crowd yesterday, a little quieter than usual for, you know, the home opener. Uh, but each player is allowed uh, three spectators. Uh, coaches are allowed two. Um, the away team, those players are allowed two spectators apiece. And then we do have a student section, I think, of about uh, 50 50 students, so students that wanted to go to the game essentially entered their names into a raffle, and then they were chosen randomly uh, through this raffle for the opportunity to come to the game. Boy, that's, uh, 
You know what? That's fun, and I'm hoping that 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 will continue. I know that you've got a home game uh, against South Milwaukee coming up, and then Greendale coming up in on April 23rd. Uh, the crossover games on the 30th and and the 7th. You know, you can't not going to be able to get into you know level one, level two of the playoffs. There's none of that going to happen if you're playing spring football. But you'll get a chance to kind of get that feel of a tournament. I, I think at the end with the the Woodland crossover games. That, that's got to be something that, you know, you, certainly will excite these players and excite your staff to get ready for. Oh, we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity. There's some good si- good teams on the other side of the Woodland that it would be great to, to play them. You know, it's been a long time since Whitnell football had back-to-back winning seasons. Um, so that's going to be just a, a big accomplishment for us there. That, that's the goal. And uh, we're just going to take it one week at a time. But if we get into those in those top spots here on our side of the woodland to play a team like Racine Horlick or some of those other really good teams on the other side. Like we look forward to those opportunities. You know, Rob, what's kind of cool to, for me is look, I, I grew up on the East side and we'd go to the playground all the time and other kids would come from different playgrounds and you want to play, let's play that kind of stuff. And a lot of that kind of happens now where if there's a team that can't, play on Friday for for whatever reason, you put a tweet out and there's some team in, you know, the middle of the state that says, hey, look, we're, we're free too. You want to come play? And so you figure that part out. And then you look at the Racine schools and, and they're on the other side. They're in the Woodland Red, but they, they're playing spring football. So the Woodland said, well, come on, why don't you join us? And so Case and Horlick and Park on the red side. And I think maybe Horlick might be the class of that, that group. I'm not quite sure. Um, but you're right. There's some good schools. Brown Deer got a good win last night. Milwaukee Lutheran got a win. And, and I think Horlick got a win. So there are some pretty quality teams on that side of the bracket. Your side with, with Greendale and Greenfield, South Milwaukee, Hale, and Cudahy. Man, there's some good spring football that uh, you can go online and watch if, if you're not lucky enough to be able to get into the game. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the area that are playing right now. Greendale's got a really good team this year. And it's really awesome just how much the whole like coaching community has just bought in and worked together with this. You know, things are changing at the drop of a hat, but everyone's taken really the approach of, hey, we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere, just to give our kids an opportunity to play football. And that's super exciting for the flexibility that everybody's showing just to make sure that we're doing what's best for the kids in this, you know, such odd situation. Hey, let's and Rob, get... you're probably finding that players and coaches, parents really appreciate the fact that you can play football again. You know, like you don't, you're not taking it for granted. It's like, this is fantastic. Yeah. It's, I talked to the kids about this yesterday prior to the game. It's like, unbe- never before would you ever think that something so important to you could just be taken away from you. I, um, you know, it's just the drop of a hat. And I think the fact that that, that happened to a lot of us we're able to reflect upon how much and how important this football season is for these kids and how much it does for morale within a school building and the excitement that football generates within a community. So I've been getting a lot of community members, staff members, parents reaching out and just really being uh, grateful for the opportunity we have this spring to play. Hey, Rob, can we keep you over uh, to end the show? we we got to get no, we, to a break. Go we ahead. have Drew Ambrose lined up. We do. Franklin. Hey, sorry about that. I uh, I missed that one. Hey, Rob, thanks a lot. I appreciate uh, 
appreciate your time. I obviously didn't print page two on what Coach Swiddle sent. You know, I yeah. apologize. Hey, this is Rob. Thanks a lot. Good luck next week. I appreciate it, thanks, guys. Rob. You guys have a great rest of the show. Of you, you bet. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. I am Mike McGivern. Co-host is Tom Swiddle. Kind of blew this one. I apologize to Drew Ambrose. He's joining us now. He's the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Franklin. Drew, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. How about you? Man, good. Sorry, this is on me. Sorry we got to you a little bit late. <laughs> Man, I apologize for that. Hey, let's talk a little bit. First of all, uh, you know, the quarterback's coach at Franklin, that quarterback uh, over there just committed a couple weeks ago to Wisconsin. Certainly congratulate uh, him and his family on that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, Miles, uh, I know he's really excited about uh, about the, the commitment up there and really excited to, to get there. I know he's planning on uh, – he's going to graduate early, actually, after after our first semester next year, so that way he can enroll early. So he'll be there for spring ball with them next year and kind of get a – hit the ground running right away with them. So I know it's it's pretty exciting stuff. That's awesome. Hey, Tom, I know that uh, that Coach Ambrose, uh, he uh, organizes and hosts the WFCA Zoom Clinic. He's done a great job with that. Oh, boy, has he ever. You know, last year when, when our clinic was canceled, uh, we talked as an executive board, you know, what can we do for our coaches to give them sort of a football fix? And we, we thought about, well, what about, you know, doing some kind of online thing, Zoom clinics or whatever. And then it was pointed out to me, well, Drew Ambrose is already doing that. You know, why reinvent the wheel? So I reached out to Drew and asked, really, if we could sort of, uh, you know, piggyback on what he's already doing, uh, kind of rebrand at the WFCA Zoom clinics, get some of our corporate sponsors involved and and drew was totally on board with that and um drew mike has done a phenomenal job with our zoom clinics so drew why don't you give us some specifics about the clinics when they happen what time they are and how you sign up for them yeah so um they're every they would be like the last thursday of the month is what we're we're going with right now um in the past we were doing it you know for a while, we were doing it every week, and then it was bi-weekly. Now we're just going to go once a month. So uh, we start at 730 uh, on the last Thursday of the month, and then it usually goes, um, I'd say now we're probably just about like a two-hour range, so we're, we're typically done somewhere between 930 and 10. Um, I, know, I know like this week, obviously, we had the first the first spring games of the year. We're also Thursday night, so we're, we're down a little bit on viewership. But uh, that's kind of where we're at right now, and we typically – um, are having four to five speakers per night. And we, so we've sort of changed the, you know, kind of the layout of it. But before we were going 15 minutes and I was having somewhere between eight to 12 speakers a night. And we've upped it now to, I give them 25 to 30 minutes per, per speaker. And we've had four, four guys, the last two clinics, the, uh, the first one in the spring, we had five. So that's kind of where we're at right now. And I think that numbers is perfect, Drew. You know, if it gets too long, and I, I, I participate in all of them, and when it gets too long, you can see, like, gets beyond 10 o'clock, people are starting to, to you know, shut yep. her off. So I think you've done yes. a great job with the number of coaches and increasing the time. Seems to work in terms of all the things they want to present. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, back in uh, 
you know, when we first started doing it last spring and summer, obviously everybody was, you know, we were all quarantined at that time. So nobody had anywhere to go. I mean, we could, <laughs> we could stay up until one, 2 AM in the morning talking football and nobody cared. Uh, but now it's obviously a little different. You know, Thursday nights is school night. So we got to still get up and go to school on Friday. So it's a little bit different now. <laughs> hey, Drew, how do coaches get involved in it? What, uh, where uh, yeah, do they so, go? Okay. So there's, kind of a, um, two different ways probably would be the, are the easiest. Uh, one is if they follow me on Twitter, um, and I, I can give you my Twitter handle here yeah, before please. We, we close it up. Um, and, and then the other option is I always send, uh, the sign up link to Travis Wilson. Um, I know he does a lot of the media stuff for the WFC and he usually blasts that out via an email. Um, and it's just a Google form. They just sign up, you know, I just need their email address. And then I usually get like a little bit more info, like their name and what school they coach at. Um, just to have that that stuff on there, so I can associate, you know, who's who's watching and all that. Um, but uh, Twitter wise, you can if they don't follow me, my my Twitter handle is super easy. It's just at Drew Ambrose and then underscore just one underscore after that. Beautiful at Drew Ambrose with underscore or uh, and and then they can also reach out if they have to. Um, uh, Certainly up to uh, to with sports and and talk to Travis and he'll get you on and you got to just sign up for it. Hey Drew, I apologize for getting to you late. Uh, that won't happen next <laughs> no time. Problem. I can tell you. Oh no problem. <laughs> you got it. He's Drew Ambrose, Franklin offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Hey uh, Tom, thank you so much. Well done on setting this show and I think it was a really good show with Wade Lebecki and Dan Brunner, Tony Biola. We we missed out on it, but we uh, we talked about the combine for that. Matt Harris. Um, Rob and, and Drew did a great job of uh, finishing the show. We will uh, we'll talk in two weeks, Coach. Yeah, we've got a, already got a great lineup set for that as well. That's excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. We'll, uh, we'll start. This is the Pick and Save. Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan.